In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of all saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Happy New Year. This is uh, 2020 was uh, to see clearly, and uh, I think it was in a different way than I thought we would see clearly. Uh, but God's getting everything ready, and uh, he's showing us very, very in detail uh, what needs to be done and uh, why we need the divine will at this point. So we're going to be focusing on uh, volume 20, uh, January 1st, 1927. The Will of the Soul as a Christmas Gift for Baby Jesus. And uh, this is something that is so important. If you haven't made the consecration to uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, this is a perfect time at the beginning of the year. How all of Jesus' life was a symbol and a call of the divine will. And the knowledges are the means in order to hasten the coming of the kingdom of this great gift, the kingdom of the divine will. So Jesus keeps on telling us that to know this, this is what the saints, the saints were to know, love, and serve God. For us, it's to know, love, and possess God. Uh, this is what Jesus teaches Louisa. So she says, I was meditating on the old year, which was setting, and the new uh, year, which was rising. My state continued in the flight of the light of the divine will. So Jesus would say this to Louisa. Um, make sure that you are, you know, focused on this, this, um, this flight, this, this continuation of, of, of going to heaven, calling the divine will and bringing it to earth. This with every thought, word, and deed. Uh, it's interesting too, that during World War II, right above, uh, Corrado, um, probably, uh, uh, maybe uh, a half hour, maybe a half hour uh, north of Corrado was an airfield. And uh, this airfield was, uh, was used during World War II uh, by the Americans. And uh, so Louisa, you know, in the 40s uh, could see the planes going by. You know, she could see the, the planes uh, um, coming into land uh, during, during the war. And um, uh, again, this continuing the flight, this was, this was something that God always ta told her. As a matter of fact, my father was at that air base uh, north of, north of Corrado uh, during, during World War II. And uh, he told me that they had heard of this woman, you know, Louisa, who didn't eat, drink, or sleep. Uh, so way back when, when my father was a, a young man, uh, he, he, you know, 18 years old, he um, uh, knew, he heard about Louisa, which is, is, which is really spectacular. He told me about that. So here she says, my, my state continued in the flight of the light of the divine will. And I prayed the pretty little baby that just as the year, old year was dying, never to be born again, that Jesus would make my human will die and live no more. Okay, so this is, it's not to destroy your human will. Now, like a lot of people say, I've got to kill my human will. No, it's not to give life to it. It's the human will was made for God, Jesus teaches Louisa. The cosmos was made for man. The, the universe was made for mankind. But the, the human will for each soul, that's where God wanted to dwell. He wanted to dwell in each soul. So she was saying, I want this to die to me that I don't give it life anymore because it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to uh, our Lord, our master, our King. She says, um, I want to make my human die and live no more. And as a gift for the new year, uh, Jesus would give me his, his most holy divine will. So here is a great prayer that we can pray today. Lord, I we, we know what the human will is like. Look, like. look at this past year. The human will is filled with misery, worry, fear, anxiety, complaints, negativity, and sin. And I don't want to live like this. And, and I want to give you 
This misery, because that's what Jesus says, give me your misery, give me your sin, give me your worry, I will take care of it. And I, in, replace, in replacement, I will give you my holy divine will. The, the will that Adam had before the fall, this life of the true life of Jesus, the true life of Mary that they gave to little Louisa. This is what God wants to give to us. So she says uh, that he would give me his human, his divine will. And just as I gave him my human will as a gift, placing it as a footstool at his tender little feet, that it might have no life. I might have low life, but his holy divine will alone. So this is what Our Lady taught Louisa. When you go through the six steps in the Virgin Mary in the kingdom, these first six steps are very essential. Uh, pray them every day if you can. I, I try to go through the, the, the six steps during uh, my meditation after communion uh, to, to let go of my human will, to uh, sacrifice my human will, to make sure that my human will is not part of me, that I put it on the footstool as Our, as our Lady did. So Luis is saying this right now to help us understand that we have a duty and responsibility once we get the book of heaven. And it's to begin to understand what Jesus is calling us to do. Now, while I was saying these and other things, my sweet Jesus came out from within my interior. Okay, so this, Jesus says this to, or Luisa writes this down almost every day. That's where Jesus is. Jesus is in the interior of Luisa. Do you want to know where Jesus is? It's in the interior of Louisa. Okay, so right now, when we want to be with Jesus, we go to the church, and if there's exposition, we're, we're, we see Jesus. We're with Jesus. We're, we're, we are um, entering into this abundant life of, uh, that Jesus wants us to possess, his life, our lady's life. In the divine will, you want to be with Jesus, go to Louisa. Louisa is the firstborn. Louisa is the newborn of the divine will. And what's so spectacular is what, what God gives to her, he wants to give to us. The way God reigns in her, Jesus says, I want to reign in you who, who are reading this, all of us who are reading this. But that means we have to prepare a place for Jesus. Jesus has to find uh, in us uh, his life, uh, like when 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 we read uh, the uh, the Christmas novena, we we see that Jesus could go to the Blessed Mother because the human will wasn't there. When the human will is there, Jesus says, "I want to give you my life, but I'm not going to force this this life that you you possess, the worry, the fear, the anxiety, the complaints, the negativity, the sin. I, I'm not going to force this out of you. You've got it." You've got to discipline yourself to not to give life to your human will anymore. So that's what God is waiting for. That's why, especially after Holy Communion, if you could go through those six steps uh, to um, uh, uh, begin to live the true life of Jesus, the true life of Mary, uh, to, to get rid of all that is opposed to the holy humanity of Christ. See, that's what Jesus tells Louisa, that if we, um, if we don't get rid of all that's opposed to the holy humanity of Jesus, he says that you have to go to purgatory to be purged of it. And uh, to be purged in purgatory, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas says that the flames of purgatory are the flames of hell. Uh, we don't want to go through that. We don't want to get anywhere close to that. Um, so what Jesus says is, if you can purge yourself now of all worry, fear, anxiety, complaints, negativity, and sin, this is, this is a discipline that God is asking you to go through. When, when something happens and God is always testing, he says, he says to Luis, I'm spying on you to see how you're going to live, whether you're going to live a peaceful, joyful, happy life, or you're going to live a life of worry, fear, anxiety, complaints, negativity, and sin. And, you know, there are some people that are just, they're just filled with negativity. And, uh, and it's difficult to be around them, even family members. It's difficult to be around them because 
it's all filled with this this negative this negative spirit and uh jesus says i can't be there i i, I can't be with those that are not peaceful joyful and happy and when you look at the lives of the saints they were um always filled with joy uh saint francis said if you're praying and you're not filled with joy you're not praying you're not really praying Praying is total confidence in God, trust in God, hope in God. He's our, he's our savior. He's our king. He's our master. And what God is asking of us is to enter into this abundant life. So we have to look at um, how we are living, okay? We have to look at how we are um, really turning away from all the worry, the fear, the anxiety, the complaints, the negativity, and the sin, all the doubts, and to enter into this life of peace, joy, and happiness. Then Jesus says, I am there. And then I can teach you more. But peace has to be there first. And that's why uh, when you look at, she says, I place my misery at the footstool of your feet. And then Jesus comes out and he says, um, within her interior, because that's where Jesus wants to be with us. He wants to, uh, he says, he says I I'm not going to mix divinity with fallen humanity, okay? Uh, it's like a glass filled, half filled. Uh, he says, I I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna mix this. He says, it's gotta be completely empty so that I can fill, share, with my, share my divinity with you. And that's why the priest says this every day at Holy Mass, putting the drop of water into the chalice, may we share in the divinity of Christ. God wants us to possess this life. He wants to reign within us and interiorly, just like with Louisa. Again, all of this is like put on paper, okay, Jesus says, so that he can sign his name to it, uh, so that everything that we're praying for will happen, okay, so that there will be this great day when the divine will is going to reign on earth as it is in heaven. That's what Jesus promises. It's, it's such a great day that the earth is going to shake with joy shake with happiness dancing like you know the in in my area here there were the shakers they were the people that when they would dance in in their houses in their homes in their churches and the whole building would shake and that's why they call them the shakers um this is this is going to happen worldwide when this event occurs so jesus is saying to us basically get ready you have to get ready for this he says, this is why he keeps on saying to Louisa, um, uh, within you, Louisa, this is, this is where I dwell. And that's to help us go to Louisa. If we, can't, if we can't get to the church, if we can't get to spend time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, when we are meditating on what Jesus tells Louisa, we're, we're entering into this life that Jesus gave to Louisa. And again, it's, it's very, very clear. Um, Jesus came out from with my interior and told me, my daughter, daughter of my divine will. Each and every one of us has to become a son or daughter of God's divine will. How I divinely love, divinely want, and divinely yearn that your human will may end in you. That it doesn't have life anymore. That we surrender it to God so that we can in exchange, he says, I'll give you my, God, my, my divine will. In fact, as long as the human will remains in the creature outside of its center, which is God, he says, the human will is hard. It's miserable. It's, it's filled with worry, fear, anxiety, complaints, negativity, and sin. It's, it's not where you want to live. You don't want to possess this. But when, when it enters once again into God, the center from which it came, serving as a footstool at the feet of little baby Jesus, it becomes soft, and I, God, use it to amuse myself. It's like, it's like when you, know, you amuse yourself when you, when you look at a, a little newborn. They're, they're so beautiful. They're so innocent. They're so spectacular that Jesus says, I... Um, I'm amusing. I'm amused by, by you because you're going back to what God planned from the beginning. 
you're entering into this abundant life. It is not fair that being little, he says, uh, I have my amusements. He says, he says is, isn't this fair? And in the midst of so many sorrows and privations and tears, I may hold your human will to make me smile. So again, this is what's happening. It's, it's really a new beginning for, for us. And it's what God has been planned from the beginning of time. He, he takes our human will. This is our misery, uh, our worry, our fear, our anxiety, our complaints. And he's happy that we are not living that uh, miserable fallen state. And he has redeemed us, that's true. But he wants more than that for us at this point. He's asking us to enter into this abundant life. So he says this very, very clearly. Um, uh, uh, he says, he smiles. God is happy that finally, 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 we're not miserable. Finally, 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 we are at peace and joy and happiness by entering again with, with that which Adam lost. Then he says, you must know. Now, this is a command from Jesus. You must know this. To, under, to live in the divine will, you have to understand this, Jesus says, that the one who puts an end to his human will returns to the origin from which he came and the new life, the new light, the life of light, the perennial divine life of my divine will begins in that soul. This is what's happening. It's beginning. It's, it, the fullness isn't here yet. That, that day has not happened. When that day occurs, we're going to see the, a new beginning for, for all the world. We're very close to this. You have to understand, as Our Lady of Revelation said to Bruno, time has now come to an end. It's not the end of the world. It's the end of this era. The new era has begun. And little by little, you return to your origin. You return back to God that you're going to receive this new life, this life of light, the perennial life of God's will. This, this is why the little souls of the Holy Divine Will who are reading and studying and putting into practice the truths are so happy. You're, you, you, you experience within your heart, mind, and soul a new beginning. You experience a light that you've never seen before. You begin to experience a joy like Jesus says, I give you my joy so that your joy will be complete. This is why this new year is going to be great. We are, uh, our eyes were opened in, in the last year. And now the new year, this new year, 2021. Uh, I think God's got everything ready for the new heavens and the new earth and the new Jerusalem. Uh, because he says it's coming. It's a divine decree that has to happen. So God's got everything ready, and he's, he's asking us to begin to live this abundant life. So he says, see, when I, Jesus, came upon earth, I wanted to give many examples and similes of how I wanted the human will to end. You know, like we, we mentioned once before, when Jesus touched the litter of the dead man being carried out of a, of a widowed mother. And uh, he touched the litter and he said, this is what I'm going to do with the human will. I'm going to rise. It's going to rise. The, the human will is going to leave and the divine will is going to reign. I'm going to, the person is going to rise as if from the dead. This is the, no eye has seen, no air has heard. You have to know what is coming is so amazing that the evil one doesn't want anyone to experience this. The evil one lost heaven. And he, he doesn't want us to have that. He, he knows what he is missing and he, he hates. He's filled with hate. As Jesus said, he's a murderer from the beginning. This evil one knows what, what, what God gave to Louisa, a human like Adam, what God gave to Louisa. And he does not want this to happen. So he's trying all his tricks and lies and deceit to lead us away from the truth, lead us away from what God has called. So he says very clearly, um, um, I wanted to be born at midnight, the darkest time, the darkest time. 
so as to break the night of the human will with the refulgent day of my most holy divine will. This new day is coming. This new day is here. When Jesus died on the cross, he redeemed us. Our Lady co-redeemed with Christ at the foot of the cross. This life of Jesus, this death of Jesus, this life of Mary, this, if you want to say, dying on the cross, dying, Jesus dying on the cross, Mary dying at the foot of the cross. Her heart was split in two with, with the suffering of watching her, her beautiful son die. Jesus is now going to bring about a new beginning. The, the, this is why if you haven't watched the DVD, Dawn of a Mystery, watch it. Listen to the Archbishop. Listen to what he says about Louisa. He says, Louisa's job is basically to bring the kingdom of God on earth as is heaven. It's the fulfillment of the Our Father. Our job is one with Louisa. And as we get closer to Louisa, really a new beginning happens for us. So he says, I wanted to be born at midnight to break the night of the human will with a refulgent day of my most holy divine will. And even though at midnight, the night continues and does not finish, yet it is the beginning of a new day. The darkness is almost over. The dawn is very close. And what's coming is the new day. This is, this is the life that our Lord wants us to begin to live. This is the universal life of the Catholic Church. This, is, this life is the life that Adam lost. And now God wants to give it back to us. He says, and my angels, to honor my birth and to point out to everyone the day of my divine will, from midnight on, enliven the vaults of heaven with new stars and new suns, such as to turn the night more into than daylight, or into more than daylight. It's, it's, when you read the book of heaven, nothing can be the same anymore. Nothing can be the same. Your understanding of, of scripture is, is deepened. Your, your understanding of the dogma and doctrine of our church is deepened. Um, we even think about, you know, John Paul II, Pope St. John Paul II, during the canonization of St. Honorable de Francia, what does he say? We're going to enter into a new and divine way of holiness. New and divine way of holiness. This is what God has planned. And he's asked us to be alive at this time to enter into this abundant life. This was the homage that the angels gave to my little holy humanity, in which dwelled the full day of the son of my divine will. That reminds me of the book that came out of the Vatican. The son of my divine will, Louisa Picaretta. She's the firstborn. She's the newborn. The church knows this. It's when you, when you listen to the homily of, of Archbishop Cassati or Archbishop Carata or Archbishop, uh, uh, I was going to say Pignatelli, but he was the, he was my friend at, uh, he was the postulator of the cause of St. Honorable de Francia. Uh, the archbishops, when they speak, it's they, they, the, the one, uh, one uh, Karata said, your, your whole being is going to experience something new and exciting. It's a whole new beginning for the soul who reads Louisa. And this is what's coming. It's a new and divine way of holiness. He says, the angels gave to my holy humanity, which dwelled the full day of the son of my divine will and called the creature, mankind, into the full day of this life of Jesus, the new Adam of this life, the new uh, of, of, of Mary, the new Eve. This is where we are. It's still little. I submitted myself to the cruel cut of circumcision which made me shed bitter tears for the pain. And not only to me, but with me, cried my mama and dear St. Joseph. So here, Jesus continued to follow, obey the law of Moses. And we continue to follow the law of the church. You know, I've, I've heard some people say they don't need to go to Holy Mass. Jesus 
gave to Louisa through Pope Leo XIII and Pope Pius X, uh, the permission for Louisa to have Holy Mass in her room. And even said by St. Annabel de Francia, he would come as her, as her confessor to uh, uh, celebrate Holy Mass. And uh, this Holy Mass for Louisa was everything. She would, two hours before, she would prepare herself to receive Holy Communion, then the hour for Holy Mass, and then two hours afterwards. So five hours a day, she would be waiting to go to Holy Mass. There's people that say they don't have to pray the Holy Rosary. Well, if you look at any picture of Louisa, she has, she has the Holy Rosary in her hand. She's there praying the Holy Rosary. You know, and then the crucifix. You know, she's always meditating on Christ crucified. This is what St. Louis de Montfort says. The, the, the little children that will be born in the new era will have the crucifix in one hand and the rosary in the other. So we follow the church. We obey the church. Um, and when we do this, there's great, great blessings. Why? Jesus was obedient to the law of Moses. He, had, he was circumcised. He, he, he had the bar mitzvah, if you want to say. When they celebrated, when they found Jesus in the temple, he was around all the, the, the high priests and the, and the scribes and the Pharisees. And the, they were all there listening to Jesus. They were astonished. Who is this boy who um, knows so much about, about the Torah? And, and this is, again, this is what uh, Jesus and Mary, uh, this is what they would be talking about. Joseph, too, about what the Torah was all about. That's why Jesus said, if you, to, to, the, to the scribes and the Pharisees, if you had read the Torah, you, you, would, you would know what Moses was talking about. You would, you would recognize me. But since you refuse, he says, you can't find me. You don't know me. Because your father, he says, is the devil. And, and what do they say? We're no illegitimate breed like you, Jesus. We, we follow the law. And Jesus says, no, no. If you followed Moses, you would, you would know who I am. And uh, even Abraham. And so then they, they got into this discussion, you know, later on. And uh, they, were, they were filled with rage because See, our, our God, this is what happens with, with, with the writings of Louisa. The writings of Louisa are so important that as you read them, Jesus convicts you of the truth. He, he leads you. He guides you. He directs you to become more aware of what this is all about. He keeps on. He's, it's filled with promises. It's filled with manifestations. It's, it's filled with these truths that Jesus wants us to embrace so that we can begin to live this life. So he says, it was cut of the human will. It was the cut of the human will that I, God, wanted to make so that everyone might let the divine will flow within that cut so that a broken human will might have life no more, but only mine, which had flowed within that cut in order to begin its life again. So we understand now what the circumcision is all about. Jesus says, it, it was the cut of the human will that I wanted to make. That no longer do, are we supposed to be uh, possessing that which is not of God, if you want to say. So that broken human will might be cut and have life no more, but only the divine will, mine, which had flowed within that cut in order to begin its life again. So this new life, if you want to say, began right from the beginning <laughs> with Jesus. So little, still little, I wanted to flee Egypt. The tyrannical iniquitous will wanted to kill me, symbol of the human will which wanted to kill mine. So the, the human will, see, this is what Jesus wants us to remember. The human will wants to destroy God's divine will. The human will is still at odds uh, with God. It's, it's, it doesn't want to submit. See, the human will is, when, you, when, when Adam gave life to it, 
everything fell apart. It was the sweat of the, of the brow from that point on. It was misery. And so 4,000 years later, Jesus comes to earth. Our lady comes to earth. Why? To redeem us of that, that slavery to, to sin. And now God is saying, now is the time, 2,000 years later, after, after he died on the cross, rose from the dead, he says, now is the time that I want to give back to mankind this divine sanctity. And that's what the book of heaven is all about. As you read it, as you study it, as you enter into this life, everything changes for you. Uh, everything becomes peaceful, joyful, and happy. Everything, even sorrow. As, as Our Lady at the foot of the cross uh, the sorrow, I mean, her heart was split in two, watching her son cru be crucified, watching her God be crucified and die. But she was, there was joy in her heart. There was peace in her heart because God is in charge. And that's how we have to live today. It doesn't matter what we hear on the outside or see on the outside. It's God is in charge. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He's our Master. He's our King. Everything is, everything is in his control. So he, this is what Jesus is saying. I wanted to flee from Egypt. He says, they wanted to kill me. My human will wanted to kill mine. So I fled in order to say to all, flee the human will. So here he's teaching us that everything in sacred scripture is, is a, uh, a lesson to live in the divine will. And this is what he taught Louisa. When you look at Louisa's life, everything that Jesus taught Louisa was a lesson for us to begin to want to live this life. Everything that he did, even, the, even the, this um, prayer of fasting for 40 days, uh, when, again, it doesn't, it's your, it's your desire. Yes, I'd like to do this. If, you're, if you are weak, if you are, if you can't do this, if you are like allergic to bread, I mean, you don't force yourself to be hurt. You just say, okay, I, I can do the little that I can do. Thank you, Jesus. And God goes, good. That's, that's all I ask is I ask for your intention, you know, and th this, this sharing in divinity that God wants to give to mankind is the divine healing that God wants us to begin to experience, begin to experience. It, it doesn't mean that um, it's going to happen instantly. For some, it might. But what Jesus is saying is, I am God. I know what you need, uh, what we need. So he says, uh, trust me, believe in me, hope in me, have confidence in me. So this is, this is what is happening. He says, the, the human will basically uh, wanted to kill God's holy divine will in us. That's why there's worry, fear, anxiety, complaints. And that's got to stop. You've got to discipline yourself to say, no, I trust Jesus. No, I believe in Jesus. No, I hope in Jesus. Christian hope is certitude. I am confident in Jesus. He says, flee the human will if you don't want mine to be killed. So <clears throat> again, what is your human will when you go to confession? Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. This is what I thought. This is what I said. This is what I did. This is what I failed to do. And I don't want to live like this. I'm going to make a firm purpose of amendment to avoid the near occasions of sin. My whole life was nothing other than the call of the divine will back into the human. In Egypt, I lived like a stranger in the midst of that people, symbol, symbolized it's a symbol of my divine will, he says, which they kept as though in strangled within their midst and symbolizing that whoever wants to live in peace and unity with my divine will must live. Listen to this. This is, this is from Jesus. Must live as though estranged to the human will. You want to be happy? No more worry. No more fear. No more anxiety. No more complaints. No more negativity. No more doubts. No more sin. If you want to be happy, you want to live in peace and unity, this will be something to cut out, paste to your mirror in your bathroom. So when you look in the mirror, 
Jesus says, whoever wants to live in peace and unity with my will must live as estranged to the human misery, the human will. Otherwise, there shall always be war between the two of them because they want, they are two in, uh, irreconcilable wills. After my exile, I return to my fatherland, symbol of my divine will. So here he says, as he left Egypt to go back to Nazareth, uh, he says, this symbolized the, my will. After its long exile of centuries upon centuries, 6,000 years, shall return to its dear fatherland. Why? To reign in the midst of its children. And I went through these stages of my life. I kept forming the kingdom in me, and I called it with incessant prayers. This is what we're doing when we do our prevenient act in the morning and our actual acts throughout the day. You know, Jesus will ask you, why are you washing the dishes? You know, just, you'll be washing the dishes and, and all of a sudden you'll, why am I washing the dishes? That's a question from Jesus. I'm washing it to ask for the kingdom of the God coming back on earth as it is in heaven. God goes, good. Why are you walking down the street to call for the kingdom of God to come on earth as it is in heaven? Why are you driving to your appointment? Could you call the kingdom of the God back on earth as you, Jesus, wish? See, what's happening is you're getting into a dialogue with Jesus. He's going to ask you throughout the day, why are you doing these actual acts? And it's for the kingdom of God to return in the name of everyone and everything past, present, and future to give you all the glory, all the love, all the honor that you, God, so rightly deserve. Why? To call the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus, you and me pray. You, Jesus, breathe in my breathing. You, Jesus, beat in my heart beating. I never want to be separated from you ever again. What happens is it's, it's a, uh, as he says, he says, uh, incessant prayers and pains with tears to come to reign in the midst of creatures. And I returned to my fatherland and I lived hidden and unknown. And this is very, very important because Jesus says, <clears throat> excuse me, I shouldn't say Jesus. Jesus tells Luisa this, <clears throat> but Father Bucci would always say, to live in the divine will, you have to be little, insignificant, and hidden. Little, insignificant, and hidden. This is not what Hollywood says. Hollywood says, let everybody know you know you. No, little, insignificant, and hidden. Unknown and hidden. Why? That's, was, that was Jesus unknown and hidden for 30 years. And with my hiddenness, I impetrated, begged, pleaded that the supreme will might be known in order to receive the homage and the glory which are due to it. Once, when, when the kingdom of God comes on earth as it is in heaven, it's heaven on earth. That's what God has planned. The, there was nothing I did which did not symbolize a sorrow of my divine will the condition which, call, which creatures put it. And, I, and the call I made in order to return its kingdom to it. So Jesus says, everything I did on earth was to bring the kingdom of God on earth as it is heaven back to mankind. That's where we are today. It's, it's so close. It's so close. He says, <clears throat> and this is what I want your life to be. Okay, so now... Jesus tells us another command. I want the continuous call of the kingdom of my divine will into the midst of creatures. Why are you walking down the street? To call the kingdom of God back. To, to, from every step I take, every heartbeat I make, every breath that I take, to call the divine will back. Come divine will, come reign on earth as it is in heaven. Come divine will. This is what God gave to Louisa. And he says, this is, the, this is the greatest mission anyone could ever have. It's the fulfillment of the prayer, that the only prayer that Jesus taught. May your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Then after this, I was making my round throughout the whole of creation. And again, we have to learn how to pray the rounds. Uh, you enter in, in the divine will. You fuse yourself with all of creation. You fuse yourself with God and all of creation. Why? To possess what God has given you. 
in order that the kingdom can be established again on earth as it is in heaven. He says, uh, she says, in order to bring the heavens, the stars, the sun, the moon, the sea, and sun, everything back to the feet of baby Jesus, little baby Jesus, together with me to ask Jesus all together, one with Louisa, that this kingdom of his will may come soon upon earth. See, the, it, the more you do this, the sooner the kingdom's going to come. Jesus is depending on us to pray what he has planned. The, the only prayer, the Our Father, may your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And in my desires, I said, see, I am not the only one who is praying. Hello. He says, but uh, the heavens are praying with the voices of all the stars, the sun, the voice of all the light of its heat, uh, uh, with its sea murmuring, and they are all praying that your holy divine will come to reign upon earth. In the name of everyone and everything, past, present, and future. May your kingdom come back to reign on earth as it is in heaven. This is, this is what God has planned from the beginning. And when this happens, the new day is here. The, the, and, and again, again the, the, the miracle that's coming, the great miracle that's coming, will, will, everyone, will be, everyone will be astonished of, of the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Because it's coming. It's a divine decree. So he says very, very clearly. Um, uh, the voice of all the stars, the sun, the voice of the light of its heat, the sea of its murmuring, they are all praying that your will come to reign on earth. And how, Lord, how can you resist so many voices that pray to you? They are innocent voices, voices animated by your own voice. And they are praying to you with your own prayer. This isn't human. It's not a human, saintly, holy prayer. When the priest says, may we share in the divinity of Christ, it's Jesus praying in us. When, when Jesus prays within us, it's a divine prayer. It's not uh, good and holy and saintly. It's a divine prayer. When people say to me, well, I'm doing divine acts. No, you're not. <laughs> Humans can't do divine acts. But Jesus in you is doing it. Therefore, it's a divine act. You're, you're getting out of the way. See, this is what your, your human will is in charge. I don't want my human will in charge. I want your divine will to reign in me. You're getting out of the way. You're not giving life to your human will. And you're saying, Jesus, breathe in my breathing. Jesus, beat in my heart beating. Jesus, sing in my singing. That's what's coming. Jesus is doing it. It's, this is so astonishing. They are innocent voices. Voices animated by your own divine will. And are praying one with you, Jesus. Fused with you, Jesus. Now, while I was saying this, my little Jesus came out from my interior to receive the homage of all of creation and to listen to the, their mute language. And squeezing me to himself, Jesus told me, my daughter, the easiest means in order to hasten the coming of my divine will upon earth are the knowledges about it. Where do you get the knowledges? From the book of heaven. These are the truths that Jesus spoke. These are the manifestations that Jesus spoke. These are the promises that Jesus spoke. We're, we're hearing them. Every time we read, we're hearing them for the first time. He's expanding our, 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 expanding our understanding of, of what Jesus is teaching us. My daughter, the easiest means in order to hasten the coming of my divine will upon earth are the knowledges about the divine will. From the book of heaven. The knowledges bring divine light, divine heat, and divinely form the prime act of God within themselves. The one act of God that's eternal. Which, uh, which, and, uh, which to model her own life. So this prime act within themselves in which the creature finds the prime act in which to model her own life. If she does not find the first act, the creature does not have the virtue 
of forming the prime act. Therefore, the acts and the things which are most necessary. Now, Jesus is teaching in order to form this kingdom would be missing. So God is saying, I want you to return to the prime act of God. I want you to return to the center of the divine will, which is God. Therefore, the acts and the things which are most necessary in order to form this kingdom would be missing. See then what one additional knowledge, one more day of reading about my divine will means. And there's on each page, there, there, there's promises and promises and promises. These knowledges, these truths, these manifestations are there that as the word of God, he's speaking to us about them, making them come alive in us. He said, the kingdom of God is within you. He says, I want this kingdom to begin to live. I want it to become alive. So by carrying the prime act of God within itself, it brings within itself a magnetic force, a powerful magnet in order to draw the creatures to repeating the prime act of God. That's what's happening. We're entering into the prime act of God. That's what God has planned, to enter into that fiat of God. When God said fiat lux, everything began. When Our Lady said fiat mihi, God became man. The incarnation took place. And now with the fiat voluntastua, everything is, everything is returning to what God has originally planned. And he's asking us to do it. Like a powerful magnet to repeat the prime act of God. With its divine light, it shall bring the disillusionment of the human will. It's going to end. The worry, the fear, the anxiety, the complaints, the negativity, the doubting, the sin is going to end. A new beginning is coming. This is what God has planned. So he says, it's going to end. Why? With its heat, it shall soften the hardest hearts. Is your family tough? Are your neighbors tough? Are your coworkers tough? Are your parishioners tough? Watch what God is going to do. He says, with this heat, this light of the prime act of God, it shall soften the hardest hearts, moving them to bend, bow back to God, the, to these divine acts, and they shall feel divinely enraptured, yearning to be modeled on this act, this prime act of God. We're going to all go back to God. Those that want, want to, he says, you're going to. But I want to use you now, he says, to call the kingdom of God on earth as it happened. How is this going to happen? By reading and studying and putting into practice what Jesus is teaching us. It's not Louisa. He says to Louisa, this isn't your book. This is about me. He says, um, therefore, the more knowledges I, God, manifest about my divine will in the book of heaven, the more the kingdom of the divine fiat shall hasten its coming upon earth. Soon. This is going to happen soon. This is going to happen, and it's going to be so magnificent that we're going to participate in, in this joy. Read Thessalonians. Read what Jesus says. Read, I mean, read what the, the, the apostles say, what Jesus hinted at all this time. Why? He gave the truths to Louisa. He says, people have to know first about redemption. First about my mother, he says, and, and him, Jesus. This is what he says we have to know. We have to know the ABCs of this universal life. And then he says, what I'm teaching Louisa is, is now the crowning of my church. My church is going to be crowned with glory. This is what John Paul II said. Get ready for the third millennium. Get ready for the glory of the church, the new springtime of mankind. Listen to what Padre Pio said about Luisa. Luisa is a second son that's going to give life and life to everyone and everything. And as the sun sets down in the west, a new sun comes up in the east. No more darkness. This is what's coming. St. Padre Pio said, 
Louisa, uh, the world of the church will focus on Louisa Picaretta in the third millennium. Now, if you're focusing with a tele with a periscope, a telescope, a uh, microscope, you're focusing on one thing. He says the world and the church is going to focus on Louisa Picaretta. Watch what's coming. And Jesus says, I want to give you as much as you want to overflowing. How much do you want this? So what does he say? The more knowledge I, God, manifest to you, Louisa, in the book of heaven about my divine will, the more the kingdom of the divine fiat shall hasten soon coming upon earth. So this year, this year, 2021 is essential. I, I pray that God will give me the time to read and focus on Louisa uh, during this whole year. And if you're reading the calendar, God bless you. It's, it's a great gift that God has given to his people. And as you read the calendar every day, you're sitting down with Jesus. You're, you're, you're like the, the, the high priests and the scribes and the Pharisees around this little boy who's teaching them. Jesus is teaching us. And he wants to, he wants to enrapture us. He wants, as he says here, he wants us to uh, enter into this abundant life. So read, 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 study, study, study. This is everything. And, and get away from the television. Get away from internet. Focus on these truths, these knowledges, these uh, manifestations, these promises that Jesus are speaking to us every day in the book of heaven. So we'll end with a prayer. May the blood that flowed upon the wood of this cross free us from our human will, that we live in God's holy divine will always. And we ask this in Jesus' name, under the mantle of Mary, through the intercession of Louisa, and we pray that this prayer becomes God's command in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you and Happy New Year.